Welcome to the Dalen Show. Hey, hey, what's going on, people? How y'all doing? Living life, hope is all, all is well with you guys. Um, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I feel like I say this way too often, but I apologize for being gone past couple weeks. I've uh, been traveling. Uh, went back home for a couple weeks uh, to see some family. Spent time with family. Went to St. Louis for a couple of days uh, just to get some. Get some uh, home feeling back in. Been gone for a little while. Uh, got a little homesick, so I had to go back see the family. Spent some time from family. So appreciate you guys for sticking in with me. I know I've been gone for a little bit, but we're back. Uh, you know, can't stay gone for too long. We're still in the midst of working and giving you guys great shows, great interviews, great content as much as possible. So appreciate you guys tuning in and showing all the love as much as possible. Thank you, guys. Uh, it always means a lot when you guys uh, just send me messages or uh, just send me a tweet or something. Just tell me how much you're enjoying and loving the people on the show. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this one as much as as much as the other one. So let's tune in, let's work hard, and let's enjoy it all. Uh, everyone, please welcome to the show with me here today our, our very special guest, Miss Bria Hampton. Woohoo! Everybody, clap it up. <laughs> uh, first of all, Miss Hampton, appreciate you for coming on. Um, it means a lot for you to spend time with us today. Uh, how's everything going with you right now? Um, uh, it's going well. Just got to campus, getting used to college life, but it's good so far. How is that? Uh, how's college life treating you so far? I know that's a new transition in everyone's lives, but how is that doing for you so well? It's going well. It's really a, a big difference from being back home in high school at that, but it's going well. Bria, uh, for the people that may not know a lot about you, just give them a brief overview of who you are, uh, where you're from, and just some things you've been able to accomplish to help you get where you are today. Uh, my name is Bria Hampton. I'm from Memphis. I'm 18. Uh, I just graduated from Arlington High School back home. Um, I'm a freshman at Austin Peay State University. I just got here about a month ago. But really, I've just been working hard and trying to network with different people to get to where I am right now and really get exposure that I might not have been able to have before. Uh, why has that been so important for you to get some connections in and get exposure? Why, what what makes that so important for you now that you're entering a new chapter in your life? Um, Definitely just to meet people and you're moving to a new place. You want to meet people and really like have a connection with where you are right now compared to back home where you kind of know everybody. Um, with NIL deals, being able to have that, it's good to know people so you can connect with them and they can put you on things that you might not be able to get. Stuff like that is important. Uh, we talked just a, a couple of seconds before we got on and you, you mentioned you just got through workouts earlier today. Um, talk about real quick, just what's it been like being a part of a program now that is open you with open arms, this welcome you with open arms and talk about, uh, how your schedules changed tremendously since from being in high school to being in college now? So I tore my ACL in January. So I've still been uh, recovering and really trying to get back from that. And it's been a long process, but they really helped me out here. The trainers, the performance coaches, it's very strenuous, but it's helping me. And really my schedule is it's pretty busy for the early part of the day. So I wake up, we have individual workouts, then we'll have weights. And then after weights, most people get to leave, but I have to go to rehab. So I do rehab after that and then study hall because I take classes. And then other days we'll have little team practices and team workouts. But 
I don't really get to participate in too much of that right now, but I'm working my way towards that, just doing rehab and really working hard on my own. I talked to um, a player not too long ago, also recovering from injury, and I think it's astonishing how you guys balance your life in basketball, but also in that same time, you're dealing with an injury, so you're kind of like with the team, but you're also like on your own a lot as well. How is that balancing for you? Like, I know you're in a new environment and you probably want to be with your girls a lot and your coaches a lot more than you are. So how are you kind of like mentally and physically dealing with that? Oh, I'm not going to lie. At first, it was really hard. It was difficult at times just being a freshman and not really being able to show my team what I can do and all that type of stuff. But I'm used to it now. I talk with my coaches. They encourage me and keep me pushing it. My teammates encourage me too. But it can be difficult at times, but you just have to shake it off and take it day by day. I like that advice. Take it day by day. That's that's something I try to preach as much as possible. Um, I want to get with your story. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Talk about, you know, your upbringing there. How did you get involved with basketball and what did the city teach you about yourself uh, that helped you become who you are? Um, I started playing basketball in sixth grade. And before that, I didn't like basketball. I wanted nothing to do with it. I was a track athlete. But my dad, he used to watch basketball all the time. And I wouldn't know anything that was going on. I wanted to watch Disney and watch my little TV shows. But then we went to a Grizzlies game my fifth grade year because we got tickets. And so I wanted to go to enjoy the experience. And the Grizzlies were playing the Utah Jazz. Yeah, it was the Jazz. And I just love the atmosphere. And I didn't know what was going on, but I just knew it was something I wanted to be a part of. So then the next year, I started middle school, and I started playing basketball. I wasn't that good. I was just fast. So then I learned how to – I started learning the game then, and I still was working towards, like, actually being able to play. And I I was one of the youngest people on the team, and they really helped me. Then my seventh grade year, um, they – I started to improve a little bit, but I still wasn't, like, really involved in any AAU teams or anything like that. Then eighth grade, I really started taking it seriously. And I started working with different AAU teams and coaches and trainers. And they really, that's when I really improved. So, like, by the time I got into high school, it was much easier for me to play and to jump right into high school like I had been playing good my middle school season. But, yeah, Memphis teaches you a lot because – you go to Memphis and you go to the rest of Tennessee, it's something completely different and they treat you differently. But the people down there, they're aggressive and they play really hard and I admire that and they really push you to be great. So that's one thing I learned from Memphis. You talk about um, being a part of track and that was kind of your first passion before basketball. Um, Was that easy to let go to kind of pursue a basketball career as, as track was your first love? Um, the really the only reason that I left track was because of my injury this year and switching to a different school. I transferred to Arlington my senior year, but before that I went to East High. And so I did really good up there. I was still playing balancing track and basketball. I would go to basketball practice right after track practice and then training right after a meet or anything like that. And it was really like pushing me to be better. But then switching schools and getting injured, I just had to let something go, and I decided to let track go, take basketball more seriously. So it was hard, but I still miss it. 
But it is what it is. Growing up, um, you've already talked about your family, uh, your father a little bit. Um, how tremendous have they been in helping you get where you are today? And also, what advice have they given you that is like it's just something small that you maybe just listen or read to or look at or think about every single day? Um, they definitely pushed me a lot. The times that I didn't want to get out of bed to go to workouts during quarantine when everybody was just sitting around, they would tell me to get up, go outside, and shoot the ball. They bought me a basketball goal. I never had a basketball goal till like three years ago. They encouraged me to push harder and push through adversity. And a lot of challenging times, they really just pushed me and they were there for me. And they really, they mean a lot to me and they really helped me a lot in paying for AAU teams and camps and taking me to different AAU tournaments a lot. So they really just done a lot and I really appreciate them for that. Um, You visibly, I see a lot of respect between you and you, what you just said, a, a much love between you and your parents. Um, how important was that respect and passion and bond once you got into looking for schools to commit to after high school? They definitely um, coached me through it. Just made me think about things that I wouldn't have thought about on my own. And really when I made my decision, it was, a mutual choice. We both had the same opinions on it, so it felt perfect. But they helped a lot through that process. Um, getting ready to go in, in into high school and throughout your process in high school, um, when you start, you know, getting into the routine of becoming a basketball player, is this something that you start thinking about that, you know, this is what I want to do forever, or is this just something you're kind of doing right now? Um, it's definitely something that I want to continue after college. And, but if that's not what God has in store for me, I'm open to do anything else, but I know where I want to be. Um, for you, when did, you know, interest and offers start coming in? And also how did the, the AAU landscape help, you know, push up your name into the, the information of the world? So, like I said, my eighth grade year is when I really started taking it seriously. And my ninth grade or well, sixth grade year, I wasn't really that tall. I was just a little athletic, just skinny. But when I really started training and really just pushing myself, I played with an AU team, but we weren't really that good. We weren't winning a lot of games. I just kept working hard and used that to get better. Then my ninth grade year, I played with a good team, a Nike EYBL team. Mm -hmm. And so that really got me a lot of exposure. They were an Arkansas team, the Woods Elite. Mm -hmm. So they pushed me and my coaches pushed me and they that's when I started getting a lot of interest. And really quarantine was when I got my first offer. And then it went from there. Can I ask you um, if you could give one piece of advice to female athletes, um, what would it be um, specifically um, about your mind and your body? Um. Definitely just don't listen to what other people say. If they say that you're a girl, you can't do this, don't listen to that. Just keep persevering and do what you know you can do. I like that. Um, because in today's world, especially if you get caught up in social media, uh, man, you get knocked down real easily. And yeah. 
I know it's not easy to come back for that, but so simple things like what she just said, that that can go a long way. I appreciate that. Um, why did you choose to make the move from East High to Arlington? And how did you think that would help develop your game? Um, like I said, during quarantine, um, it was hard. We didn't have a basketball season. So I missed out my junior year, which is a critical year in my recruiting process. But we did had a good team at East. But I was really like, I needed some more people that could push me to be better. So I decided to transfer to Arlington. And my coach, Ashley Shields, she was she was in the WNBA. The whole coaching staff, they've all played college ball. And there was more WNBA and NBA affiliates who helped us out. And it was just a good culture there. And it really pushed me to be great. They had a winning mentality. And I needed something like that, which I wasn't used to before. And it really helped me a lot. Uh, Bria, one of my passions is music. Um, and I love talking about music and people's diversity throughout their music playlists. I want to ask you, um, just on a regular time, what were some of your top artists? And like, and then besides that, like pregame, what are you listening to to kind of get you ready for a game? Um, I have a diverse music taste. It depends on how I feel. But I basically listen to everything except country, as most people would. And every day, I listen to a lot of J. Cole, um, SZA, Tyler, the Creator, Gunna, Future. Just your regular people. It depends, like I said. And then pregame, I got to listen to my music, my Memphis music. You know, the Dolph, like your shirt. Uh, Pusha T, everybody like some people that's gonna give me hype and really give me turn. I like that. I like that. That's valid. I I, I can appreciate J Cole. Um, you know, someone put me on the scissor not too long ago. Um, I've fairly got into her just a little bit. I like what I'm listening to so far. I've I'm very old school. I'm, I have a old school soul. I grew up with a lot of older people and so my my music taste is a lot older. Um I do listen to new stuff. Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to new stuff of course, but I do listen to a lot of old school blues and soul music. So I got a lot of that in me. Um so I need some I, I need y'all to send me some playlists. Send me some I got you. I'll send you a playlist. We we already like that. I got she <laughs> Bria me and Bria already like that. Um I appreciate that. Uh, you have started your transition into college and your coach, Brittany Young, has already made her her landmark in the college world. What stood out about her and her coaching staff for you that made you want to go there? She doesn't play. And I needed like a coach who's going to keep me on my toes and tell me what I need to do just outright without sugarcoating anything but she does not play and I really I needed that parental figure mm -hmm. to be there and she's definitely that she still will let you make mistakes on your own but she'll correct it in a heartbeat so that really draw, draw, drew me towards her sorry um and then the rest of the coaching staff they really treat you like family like the players everybody they just draw you in and really just include you in everything and I really like that can I ask you outside of basketball, what are some of your hobbies and what are some of the things you do that, that, that you spend a lot of time with? Um, I do a little bit of modeling. Um, I make clothes. I love TikTok. 
I don't watch a lot of TV, but if I do watch TV, I watch a few shows. Um, what else do I like to do? I draw a little bit. I used to play the violin, but then I stopped. And I like to go out and shop with my friends and go thrifting. Can I ask, do you make clothes to like sell for others to buy or is it just clothes like that you wear? Um, I can make things for other people to buy. I just haven't been able to really do that a lot recently, just moving to a different city and having to get more supplies. But yeah, I do make clothes for other people to buy. Okay, for sure, for sure. We would love to support you, uh, which is why I ask if whenever you get things going or whenever you need you know, some promotion. We would love to help and put out your word and put out your brand. So just, just let us know. We would love to help support you. Um, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would it be? I love, that's my favorite question that I ever get to ask. That's a tough question. That's a really tough question. And why might I add why, why those three people? Hmm. I'm going to be really cliche. And say, right now, I would want to have dinner with my parents and my grandmother. Because okay. I haven't seen them in a long time. And I do miss them. Mm -hmm. And I miss my grandmother's meals. And a good home-cooked meal is what I miss the most. What, what would y'all cook up? What would your grandmother cook up for y'all to eat? What are you making me hungry? Okay. <laughs> she probably make some pork chops. Some, some smothered fried pork chops. With some green beans. Some corn on the cob. Some mashed potatoes. And she makes some Kool-Aid. That sounds so good right now. <laughs> but yeah. My, I have a picture of my great-grandmother up above Miss, uh, above my setup. And she that sounds like something she would cook right off the bat as well. So yeah, that gave me a very like, good okay. old school throwback thoughts. Really. That's, yeah. um, it's nothing like a home-cooked grandmother meal. That's nothing so. like it. It's, it's always going to be some good. I like your answer, by the way. It, you didn't say someone. Uh, I, of course, I have no problem because somebody asked me, I probably would say the same thing, you know, celebrities or something. But your parents and your grandma, that's that's a dope answer. I like that a lot. Um, you, you know, could you talk about your grandmother and how much she's meant to you since you mentioned her and what she's been able to mean for your life? Um, My grandmother, really, she made me into a fashionista. She really... I look up to her a lot. She's a very outgoing and sweet person. And everywhere we go, like we'll go to a Walmart or anything. She'll make five new friends just talking to people. She's a social butterfly, but she she's really sweet. And I miss her a lot. Shout out to grandma. Uh, you already, you and your, your parents have raised an amazing person. So I hope they know that. And I hope you know that as well. Um, you know, you talked about earlier how you would love to continue playing basketball after college, but if not, you'll go wherever God takes you. Uh, if not basketball, what 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 would you be looking to do uh, for to further your life? Um, I could go into modeling. I could. Well, I'm I'm majoring in marketing right now, okay. but um, I want to kind of go into social media marketing, just kind of mm -hmm. growing different social media platforms for different people and studying that so I can get a job in that field. Or if life happens, life happens. So anything could happen and I'll be up to it. So that's it. Why those fields? Um, I feel like me, I enjoy social media a lot. 
and I have a platform on it and I would love to like learn the science behind it and how people think and what they're prone to do kind of go off of that and social media marketing isn't going anywhere because social media is steadily right. growing so I obviously have a job in that field and it wouldn't get old I like that um have you ever thought about pursuing a YouTube career um I'm just throwing out ideas you see that that I get that vibe from you that you have a very good energy to kind of hold a a vlogging channel or something like that. It's never crossed my mind, and I could do it. I just don't know if I'm really a YouTube person. I don't know what I would talk about. It'd just be a day in the life every day. Rhea, I've enjoyed talking to you um and one of the things I always get to ask my guests, which is something that I always say is for the listeners um, and the viewers, if you don't take anything away, take, try to take this part away. Um, and Bria, if someone is watching, whoever's watching, if you could give them one piece of advice, what, it, what would it be? And also what is one thing you want people to know about Bria Hampton that maybe you didn't get to share with everyone, maybe everyone doesn't know about yourself. Um, so the first question, people are always going to talk about you regardless, whether you're doing something good or bad. So do what you want to do and do what you feel is best for you. And don't let anybody else bring you down. So that's the first thing that I wanted to say. Then the second thing, I feel like I told y'all everything about me, but I don't know. I just do a little bit of everything, mm -hmm. like sports-wise, artistically. I have a lot of hidden talents. I'll say that. I like that. Um, I can see when you speak about these things that you have very good maturity about them and you have a lot of experience throughout them. So that's why you've chosen to kind of choose to measure topics to speak about. And I like that a lot. You have very good passion and energy and I appreciate you for coming on the show and bringing it with you. No um, if the viewers have any questions or anything they want to follow on your social media, would you be willing to tell them like how they can reach you on Instagram, Twitter, anything like that? TikTok. Okay. So my Twitter is Bria Hampton, B-R-I-A-H Hampton. And my Instagram is Bri Mula. So that's B-R-E dot M-U-L-A. Man, my TikTok, this is so embarrassing. Okay. So some people back home, they say I play like baby KD, right? Mm -hmm. So his Instagram is Easy Money Sniper. So my TikTok is Breezy Money Sniper. I like that. It's a little nickname. But yeah, that's where you can reach me. And I'll link all that when I drop the episode so you guys can find Bria if you want to follow or reach out to her. Um, Bria, any shout outs you want to give to anyone? Shout out to Austin P. Women's Basketball. Sure. And shout out to my best friend, Kai Bolton. And that's it. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you for coming on. Um, I, I say that as many times as possible to each one of my guests, but um, I'm trying to live out my dream and you guys are spending and taking the time out your your busy schedules to come talk with me. And so I appreciate you for sharing your wisdom and your word with me. Um, it may not mean a lot, uh, to me, just to say those words, but it, it, uh, you're changing people's lives. I hope you know that. Um, and so continue blessing people and living life to the fullest breed. Thank you. Thank you.
Uh, guys, I appreciate you for tuning in. You know, it means a lot to us. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. She brought a lot of positivity and a lot of impactful words. And I like that because uh, we have a lot of conversations sometimes. And, you know, you can watch and linger and, you know, the words will forget off your mind just that quickly. But Bria said a lot of important things that will you kind of think about on a day to day basis to help you motivate you and help you stay focused on your on your goal. Um, and I think that's very important. So I appreciate you, Bree, for saying some stuff um, because that was, that's the point of the show, man, to to kind of inspire and, and give off gifts to other people that maybe they're missing in their lives. So she did yeah. a really good job with that. I appreciate you again. And was this your first interview today? Yes. Well, I had done high school, like post-game, post-camp interviews, but really just a regular interview is my first one. Really, job well done. You did a really good job. I, I have a lot of people that uh, ask me afterwards, how did I do? It's my first time. You did a really good job. You feel very comfortable in your space. You're doing a really good job. So we wish you nothing but the best and give you love and support of always. Appreciate you, Bria. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in. God bless everyone.